A reading from John 12, 4-7. But one of his disciples, Judas Iscariot, who was later to betray him, objected. Why wasn't this perfume sold and the money given to the poor? It was worth a year's wages. He did not say this because he cared about the poor, but because he was a thief. As keeper of the money bag, he used to help himself to what was put into it. Leave her alone, Jesus replied. It was intended that she should save this perfume for the day of my burial. Nothing new under the sun. If you go back to the Old Testament, there's an Elisha story. Uh, his servant, I'm not sure the pronunciation, Gehazi, I think it is, um, is a very, very um, uh, the um, loyal servant. I'm sorry, loyal servant, and he uh, is absolutely very close to Elisha. But then it, it, it occurs that Elisha um, cures a man who is not um, uh, a Jew of, of leprosy, and he does it for free, and that really offends. His servant, and so his servant surreptitiously runs off, and actually takes the money for himself. And of course, later um, Elisha outs him. But I love this because he was a thief. I mean, it's not that the servant or even uh, um, Judas is a thief by nature, but by temptation, that he had a love of money that made what happened here with the. Uh, the perfume uh, odious to him, uh, upsetting. Uh, there's probably more depth to it than that, but the evil spirit of greed starts permeating him and starts distorting his thinking and separating him from Jesus. This, this loyalty, because he had to be a loyal follower, but then suddenly temptation actually separates him. And we'll see what happens. It's very dramatic. Uh, within his own group, now one is going to betray him. Well, I, I look at this, and it shows me a, a level of self-righteousness uh, that comes out when people blatantly declare these things, judging other people's sin and other realities. It immediately puts my antennas up that, oh, there's something not right here. Because when you've experienced the grace of God there is this sense of compassion and concern that comes over you that you're not willing to play self-righteous with anyone. And here he is. I mean, he comes out. He's the one that's robbing. He's taking the money, and he's castigating her misuse. And so it's it's always a question when, when people are really bold in declaring things about others. It really makes me wonder what's going on and what's happening here, and I'm very cautious of it. Now, it doesn't mean that we placate to sin. There is no one in the Bible who's harder on sin than Jesus. Jesus is quite clear, go and sin no more. And he exposes level of sin in religious people that they're completely covered over with. And so Jesus is not blind to it, but he always is out of who he is in his graciousness, inviting the sinner in. And uh, we see in in Judas here, um, he is willing to castigate someone else because he's not dealing with the stuff in his own life. 
It's, uh, this is a little bit, it, it, this goes back to the third chapter of Genesis where the sin has occurred. And it's always interesting to follow the series of uh, distortions of, uh, of righteous behavior that happens after them. One of them is uh, this cover-up. Mm. Uh, in, in a way, it's symbolically dealt with with Adam and Eve uh, finding they're, uh, they're naked. Uh, but it's a nakedness before God in, in their sinfulness that actually is offensive to them. They, they were unconscious of their nakedness before then. And in a way, that's what you're saying, is that uh, when you are at one with God and you have authentic righteousness, um, there is no need to cover up. And there is no need to you know, be judgmental, uh, right. at least initially. Uh, but this is this is a cover-up that's going on here, and he's, so he's changing the subject. He's pointing right. elsewhere to deal with what he knows is a problem. We're on a spectrum of discernment to judgment. Discernment we want to have so that we're not allowing things into our own lives that will bring us down. But when we cross the line into judgment, we then project things out on other people that somehow we're using to make ourselves feel better. And uh, I see Judas in that. He knows the conflict in his own heart. He's not dealing with that, so he's throwing darts at somebody else. I think it's very helpful to uh, use those two words, discernment and judgment. Discernment is, is a gift of God. Yep. Judgment is us trying to imitate God.